Aalto University Podcast. Maybe the most important thing is to try to continuously learn to listen each other better and, and better. So listening, the, the, the art of listening. And, and not just uh, in, a, in a technical sense, but uh, maybe in a, in a profound sense. The Oasis of Radical Wellbeing gathers know-how about well-being from around and outside our community and spreads and curates information about holistic well-being as an essential part of the Aalto everyday life. Contemplative practices and a dialogue about well-being are needed both on a personal level as well as a part of our systemic thinking. This is essential for the sake of inclusivity, equity and diversity in Aalto University. I met online with the Vice President of Education, Petri Suomala, and had a chance to discuss with him about well-being as a strategic as well as a personal issue. My name is Rika Evans, and this is Future-Led Learning. Welcome aboard. Future-Led Learning by Aalto University. So first of all, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Thanks a lot. It is Very good to have you here. And my first question is, how are you? I'm I'm quite fine. Uh, I have to say, I really enjoy the winter time and and all the possibilities that the winter uh, provides. Uh, I like skiing. Actually, I did some some skiing this weekend. And uh, well, more generally, I'm really happy uh, having the opportunity to work in other university. I, I I think that's for me at least. It's very meaningful uh, work. It's a privilege to be able to work here. I definitely agree. And I, I share that thought with you. So we have invited you here to talk about all the universities, um, learning and teaching culture, but more importantly, also the community of well-being. Oasis of Radical Well-Being is a new project that has uh, recently launched It's about holistic well-being and how we can develop the, the community well-being here. Could you tell to our listeners what is it all about? Uh, thanks. I, I think there's, there are a lot of uh, different aspects in, in this. Uh, for me, one of the most important things, of course, is that well-being is something that we should keep on investing. Uh, we have done a lot of work uh, for the well-being of, of our students uh, for, for several years. But at the same time, we still find there are there are challenges. And we, we have things to improve. Uh, while doing that, while going forward, um, the message of the Oasis of Radical Well-Being is that it's, it's really important to do this together as a community. Not only students' well-being, but also the well-being of teachers, faculty, and, and staff. Uh, it's a kind of a holistic entity, and uh, and when going forward, I think we really need to think about all the different kinds of roles and and perspectives we we have in this. Petri, our community is very ambitious and and also kind of demanding. As as a as a as an environment to work in, um, how does this 
how can we see this from the from the well-being point of view and and how how are we a, a very difficult question um um i think it's fair to say that um well I, as i pointed out we have things to do we have a lot of stress we have a lot of uh, burnout risk uh, in the community as we can see from the uh, for instance the, the well-being surveys uh, for, for for the students at the si- at the same time on 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 the average i, I think we are uh, doing fairly okay uh, in in many respects but but I, i think it's very important to to acknowledge that we have different uh, we have uh, different sort of uh, groups uh, uh, individuals in different positions and and we really need to appreciate that try to avoid polarization uh, some kind of a segregation as 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 much as possible and uh, understand the important differences that we have in the in the community uh, i agree uh, we 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 are as a community very sort of ambitious and there are a lot of uh, sort of a performance talk uh, around us so uh, so uh, some kind of a sort of a selective uh, diligence I, i guess is needed i've also thought about this from the point of view of competition and and how do we make sure that the competition stays fair and and sort of healthy. Do you mm. have any ideas about that? Healthy competition. Um, um, in, in that, um, I think um, one of the keys, at least maybe personally, is that, uh, is that it's important to acknowledge that you cannot succeed every time. Uh, and you cannot succeed in everything. Uh, maybe that's something that I, I have referred to as a sort of a selective diligence. Uh, so, so that kind of a um, appreciation of, of 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 being human with with errors. I, I think it's important. Uh, also, one perspective that I, I i think it's important is that uh how do we show uh mutual respect even in the condition even in the conditions where we we compete sometimes at least seemingly uh with it which with each other so uh maybe those are the perspectives to to start with uh as, as an example that's very good point uh compassion and and appreciating one another. Mm. I li- I like that. So let's look at the oasis of radical well-being a little bit closer. Um could you tell to our listeners what does radical well-being mean and how how, how is it different from just a regular well-being? Um I, I think that's 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 important question. Um well-being is important. Uh, even without any any uh, sort of uh, additional words, but, but maybe radic- radicalness in in that the combination of radical well-being. Uh, maybe it's it's just my personal uh, perspective, but, but for me it reminds of the challenge that uh, 
what we see is 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 uh, a substantial improvement. Uh, we we are not just you know talking about well-being superficially uh, or or talking about uh, sort of a, a feeling joyful, but but really how to work as a community uh, in a more meaningful way. Uh, in, in a way that more and more individuals feel uh, mutual respect and feel feel the meaningfulness, and uh, in that sense, strive towards a substantial and uh, you know permanent improvement in a, in a way. Yeah, I agree. If I look at this from our strategy point of view, uh, we have a lot of. Like we have radical creativity, mm. uh, we have entrepreneurial mindset, uh, to name a few of these st- strategic um, mm. cross-cutting themes. Um, how do we make sure that the community can see that it's not just on the individual? Mm. How can we make sure that we are actually doing it on the structural level? That's that's a core core issue, um, and. Um, how to make sure that really happens, um, I, I think, relates to, to, to sort of an attitude that uh, indeed we, we don't just talk about well-being and gather uh, information for individuals, which we do, of course, but, but we keep on developing also the processes, the very uh, services individuals and this community needs and take care of things li- like uh, uh, decent workload, many concrete things that actually uh, set the foundation for for well-being. So uh, it's also that um, this project, if you wish, uh, Oasis of Radical Well-being, is is not all of things, all of the things that are, that are going on, but it's it's just one piece of the puzzle in which we also have a lot of, I would say, sort of basic work that is intended. To improve the university, its processes, its services, its structures. I think it's very important to talk about this. Uh, it's not really that easy to to uh, to say how all this comes together. But but I fully agree. We need to take care of these uh, concrete, sort of fundamental things as we as we go forward. Future-led learning. You mentioned that we have the survey. Uh, all well, all well for the for the students. Mm. But as a pedagogical specialist, I get questions: What about teachers? So, could you give us an, an an a concrete example that how are we now focusing also on the academics and and the staff? Well, that's the objective of of this uh, action, this this project that we will increasingly also. Uh, Keep in mind the teachers and the challenges of, of, of the teachers. Provide information, uh, the best research evidence there are in the world, and try to convey that into this community. But also develop the services like the well-being desk uh, concept that is part of this oasis of, of radical well-being. So try to concretely understand. Uh, what are the needs of teachers and, and how we can cater them. That's, uh, that's the very essential idea of, of this project. Keep on going with the, with the student side, but also 
acknowledge that students cannot feel well probably if the teachers are not doing well and uh, as said we we still have challenges some of them being very uh, very much profound in the structures and, and, and processes that I referred to. So in addition to this project, we have to do a lot in our uh, different processes across the university. So are we perhaps looking forward to a survey for the teachers, for example? Well, I, I, I think that's very much uh, a, a good idea and, and probably uh, more information is really needed on the sort of the heterogeneousness that, that probably exists. Uh, so so I, I think that's a very good idea. Yeah. So I did a little bit of background research and I found this amazing video that the interview you had with Camilla uh, Majed. And you guys were yes. already talking about this, and I, I was I was really inspired by that video. I must say, um, you guys talked about the well-being also from the point of view of diversity, equity, and inclusion. How would you see the the project of Oasis of Radical Well-being from the this point of view? Um, thanks for the question. I think this is one of the concrete steps towards actually acknowledging that when we talk about well-being in a in a profound way i think it really deals with equality diversity and, and inclusion keeping in mind that we indeed have a very uh, international in many respects uh, diverse university so uh, an important part of the work in the oasis of, of radical well-being is to understand that there are different groups of individuals that are in a somewhat or at a very different position than some of the others. And when we are developing our ways of working in this community, I think it's important to think about these things. As, as I think it's very natural to, to, to fairly superficially think that the situation of, of the next person is pretty much the same as, as, as my, my situation, whereas that might not be the case. And, and, and a lot of things that, that we experience are actually based on the, on, the, on the fact that how we profoundly are able to place ourselves in the community actually affect the way that we feel uh, in here. So uh, I think it's important to, to sort of increasingly acknowledge diversity issues and, and build more and more inclusion and equality in, in, in all of the processes that we, that, that we have. It's not easy to fully elaborate, but, but I, I think this is really the, one of the first uh, concrete steps of bringing these things together. If we think of these like, questions of diversity and inclusion, uh, oftentimes, especially here in higher education, we run into this thing that we might already be quite privileged. Students have been, you know, they have got into a very prestige, good university. Teachers are teaching in a very highly appreciated, high-level university. Mm. So there is a, that's already sort of a position of privilege there. Mm. How do we make sure that we support our community in this sort of thought process of recognizing admitting and also sort of honoring this position and and making sure that we don't use that i would say position of power wrong for me that's that's the question of continuous process of of building consciousness and uh, process of reflection that that we can practice both at individual level 
and as as group or uh, community level. So every once in a while, we we I think it's important to stop and and think about things uh, as they actually are because it's easy to forget uh, both the good things and 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 the, sometimes also the bad things uh, and uh, sort of continuous process of, of reflection uh, as a tool. I think it's very important. And uh, as mentioned, of course, that's also individual process, but we can also help each other in voicing out the things that can be appreciated and also things that cannot yet be that much appreciated and then work to improve them uh, for, for the future. So uh, that's, that's very important. Uh, what we can do in in this sort of in terms of, of of structures, I think we need to very actively work towards building uh, uh, committees and building groups uh, beyond the sort of usual suspects, because sometimes uh, there are, which is very positive, there are there are sort of enthusiastic individuals who sort of uh, come to different occasions where, where when there's possibilities. Whereas at the same time, there might be individuals who sort of a, a little bit feeling afraid or, or hesitant uh, on sort of joining in. And, uh, and I think it's a very kind of a step-by-step process that we need to build this uh, true inclusion in a, in a sense that uh, we don't have any, any uh, invisible barriers uh, joining in and, and taking an active role in the in, in the community. So would you say that our goal is to create a safe space to study and teach and also of course research at the Aalto University? Well, definitely I agree and Aalto University as a, as a university should, should be a safe space. So for, for me it's important that this is really uh, holistically a a one safe space. Now, we know that these kind of things are sensitive and different people have different opinions and we are at different levels of learning. Mm. But how do we motivate our staff and our academics and our students into this work? The tools that the Oasis of Radical Wellbeing has available are mainly consolidating information that one can find in the world and, and provide that sort of a channel that to this this community and through that evoke interest and attention. As said, providing services uh, for individuals, but it also requires that more and more individuals are, are willing to take the opportunity and uh, maybe stop for a while and read read the texts or read the documents or or take part of the events that are being organized. I, I think it's, a, again, a one kind of a step-by-step process where more curious individuals will, will start, but, but it's important to maintain the, the, the attitude that we are welcoming all of the members of the community to join in and, uh, uh, and the collective intelligent discussion is a uh, an attraction uh, per se, hopefully at least. So, uh, so that's something that I hope we are creating also with the with the oasis of radical well being.
if we look at it from the point of view that people might be making still mistakes, we are human mm. beings, we're vulnerable, we we are not perfect. How should we take those mistakes? Is there room to make mistakes? Definitely. Uh, there needs to be room to make mistakes. Of course, there are different kinds of, of, of mistakes, but uh, what I think is is most important is that we are willing to learn. So what happens after the mistake? So again, in that occasion, if, if I noticed that I, I did something not that well uh, or was really going into a wrong direction, maybe it's uh, the most important, important thing is to stop and, and think what, what happened, what actually drove me there and, and try to, to sort of capture the, the, the really the root issues that were in, in that kind of a position that, that I ended up in the result that I, that I ended uh, with. So uh, post-reflection in, in those cases, trying to learn, trying to, to improve, uh, making mistakes is a, is a given fact, I, I think, uh, in, in any human community. But sort of an inclination to learn from those is, is a sign of a good, good and constructive one. So would you say that we need to practice compassion and, and also self-compassion? I, I think it's very important. And I, this actually also comes, comes back to the, to the sort of a, that I, idea that I, I tried to voice out a bit earlier, that um, we are not always at our best. Sometimes there are very profound uh, other kinds of conditions that are actually not really connected to, to the work or, or colleagues or, or, or the processes about the university, which have a big impact on the way that, that how we behave or how, how, how we work. I think compassion and, and sort of understanding regarding those is also important, as we are humans in a very holistic sense. During the COVID-19 era, we have noticed it that both our students and also our faculty and, and staff has, has felt a little bit distressed. Mm. There has been a lot of loneliness and anxiety. How, how will this radical well-being and, and, the, and the whole project help those people? First, I, I think it's true that uh, past two years have been really really hard for, for us uh, both for the students uh, for the teachers and, and, and for the whole whole community i think it's it's valuable in in times like these to to join our our, our forces sort of come come together and and discuss and uh, reflect which which with each other and uh, trying to understand all the connections that we we have and all the drivers or at least some of the drivers of, of, of the well-being together so so in a sense i think uh, the mere existence of the oasis is something that it's at least intended to be useful in a sense that we were bringing people together and in addition to that hopefully theoretically rooted understanding the communications, the events and the services that, that the project is able to provide uh, are, of course, useful, uh, if you wish, technical sense as, as well. But but most important thing, I believe, is, is that uh, if and when this, this action is able to bring people together and discuss, I think it's uh, simple as that. 
Petri, we know that you are a very, very busy person and you might need to go to the next meetings. As a final question, what kind of regards would you like to send to our listeners regarding well-being? First of all, uh, let me let me uh, take that that uh, point that you mentioned. I think I'm not that busy that I don't have time to talk about uh, well-being because it's it's very it's very fundamental. Um, what can I tell? Uh, I'm 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 very limited my, myself and, and not not an expert, but but my experience is that um, maybe the most important thing is to try to continuously learn to listen each other better and and better. So listening the 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 art of listening, and and not just uh, in a in a technical sense, but uh, maybe in a in a profound sense, listening what what the next person is is saying, and listening also what what she or he is not saying, and what's happening around us, and perhaps not always talk too much. Uh, we we are eager to talk, and and sometimes we're very. Eh, sort of enthusiastic of for our own thoughts which is which is fine and great but i think it's uh, at least for me it's very important to continue to try to improve in in listening to each other that is excellent thank you thanks a lot rick i i enjoyed a lot of this discussion thanks thanks for the great questions thanks for coming future led learning Thank you for listening to the Future Led Learning Podcast. Your host today was Riikka Evans, and her guest was Vice President Petri Suomala. The episode was produced by me, Sakari Heiskanen, and included music by Sagertson. The Future Led Learning Podcast is now a part of the Oasis of Radical Wellbeing at Aalto University. Please find us online at radicalwellbeing.alto.fi and on Instagram under Aalto Wellbeing. Aalto University Podcast. <laughs>